Welcome to the Vortex with your host Addie, an old cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and cosmic astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to unlock your own soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered life. This is a podcast where we deep dive into topics all along the lines of spirituality, astrology, metaphysics, and so much more. So, with further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back for another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Happy Halloween. I am recording this on Halloween and today's episode is going to be all about the celestial and astrology dates for the month of November because October has come to a close and I'm not sure about you all but October definitely was an intense month, brought up a lot of shadows and things that needed to be healed especially once we entered Scorpio season towards the end of October but I definitely feel All of this healing is very much needed with Scorpio season and especially for the month of November. I definitely feel like a big theme of healing along with just really stepping into our true calling and our next level self for this month of November. So I'm going to be going into all of the dates for November, specific like astrology dates, celestial events, what those mean for you and how you can be best prepared. And before I get into all of that, I do want to make a couple announcements And I am going to be starting a new series on the podcast because that first series I did on applying astrology to practical ways in your life, learning how to apply astrology to your birth chart and really look at specific ways. Now we're going to be doing deep dives into all of the planets. So I'm going to start with the sun first and every week it's just going to be a different episode on the planet and I go into the different signs for each planet and what it means specifically for you in that sign. And that way you can get a better understanding of the energy and archetype energy of each planet and what it means in each zodiac sign as well. Because I find when you do deeper dives into each planetary energy, planetary body, and really focus on just one single planet, really learn what it's all about, what it embodies, what the energy archetype is, really helps you learn astrology more. Because astrology, it's like a foreign language. So of course, like if you've never studied astrology before, it's going to look like freaking like Chinese or French or something, you know? So that's why it's important to like take a step back, take these deep dives and really take it like one step at a time. Like slow and steady wins the race here when it comes to learning astrology. So that's the new series that's going to be starting and my program will be launching this week all on healing the shadows, really focusing on shadow work and utilizing your astrology chart too to help you with shadow work because I go into Chiron, Black Moon, Lilith, Saturn, and Pluto. We focus on those four a lot along with your sun sign as well. We look at the shadow traits, we look at the positive traits, and then we look at how we can heal those shadow traits, transmute those shadow traits, and really bring healing to our lives just looking through those four planets and the sun, so five planets. So more details on that, you can go to my Instagram, Fearless Female Warrior, or my website, FearlessFemaleWarrior.com for more details on the program. And you can still book an astrology reading with me as well. I do astrology, natal chart readings, transit readings, and soul purpose readings, depending on where you are in your life. I offer those readings. You can book a reading with me. So now let's just get into all of the astrology dates and what is going on for this month of November. 
We do have another jam-packed month full of celestial events just like October, so I'm just going to run through them all and then I'll go back through and define certain ones. So starting right off the bat, November 1st, Mercury Libra will be trining Jupiter in Aquarius. So whenever we see like Mercury trying Jupiter, this is a good day for communication. Good day for like signing contracts, making deals, just great for communicating, getting those deals and like contract signs, stuff like that. So that's a good day for like business partnerships, things like that. So November 1st, that's a Monday. Tomorrow, Mercury and Libra trines Jupiter and Aquarius. November 2nd, we'll be seeing Mercury, Libra, square, Pluto, Capricorn. This is the last time we'll be seeing Mercury and Pluto make a square with each other. So this could be like, so the fact that we have November 1st, Mercury trining Jupiter, that's a great day. But Mercury squaring Pluto the next day, that's when you can get in a disagreement with someone. So definitely like if you need to make like any deals or get anything signed, do it Monday, November 1st. Because November 2nd, we're going to be seeing Mercury square Pluto. And just be careful and aware of how you communicate with others because your message could get miscommunicated. November 4th, we'll be seeing... The sun in Scorpio opposed Uranus in Taurus. That's also the new moon in Scorpio on November 4th. November 5th, Venus enters Capricorn. That's also where we're going to be seeing it retrograde later on this year. And Mercury enters Scorpio as well on November 5th. November 8th, the asteroid Pallas Athena goes direct in Pisces. I wanted to just bring this up because I feel with Pallas Athena going direct in Pisces, again, this can kind of bring like a renewal to our spirituality and creativity. November 11th, Mercury in Scorpio will be conjunct Mars in Scorpio. Mars will be squaring Saturn in Aquarius. November 12th, Sun in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces. November 13th, Mercury in Scorpio will be opposing Uranus in Taurus. November 15th, Sun in Scorpio will square Jupiter in Aquarius. November 16th, Sun sextiles Pluto Capricorn. November 17th, Mars will oppose Uranus and Taurus. November 18th, Mercury Scorpio will try Neptune Pisces. November 19th is when we have that full moon partial lunar eclipse in Taurus. November 20th, Mercury and Scorpio will be squaring Jupiter and Aquarius. November 21st, Sun enters Sagittarius. November 24th, Mercury enters Sagittarius. November 28th, Sun conjunct Mercury. In Sagittarius, November 29th, Mars trine Neptune, November 30th, Mercury in Sagittarius, sextile Saturn in Aquarius. So there's a lot going on for the month of November. So now I'm just going to take deeper dives into certain specific dates for this month of November and what it really means for you, what you can expect, and how you can best prepare for all these events for the month of November. So let's just dive right in. So this week on Thursday, November 4th, we see a new moon in Scorpio. This will hit its apex at 4.15pm Eastern Time or 1.15pm Pacific Standard Time. And this new moon in Scorpio, I find it to be very interesting because this happens at 12 degrees. So we're going to have the sun and moon at 12 degrees Scorpio. But what I find very interesting is we have Uranus and Taurus at 12 degrees. 
So the sun and moon are opposing Uranus and Taurus directly on this new moon. And what else is very interesting is this chart that I'm looking at for this new moon in Scorpio. This chart is a Pisces rising. So this chart has Aries in the first house, Taurus in the second house. So we have Uranus and Taurus in the second house opposing the, the sun and moon in Scorpio in the eighth house find this very powerful so I think a lot of secrets a lot of things could be revealed during this time and I think we're already starting to see that I'm definitely seeing that just in the media like a lot of things are being brought to light right now so a lot of secrets or things that have been hidden especially like the sun and moon in Scorpio in the eighth house like the eighth house deals with occult things it deals with taboo it deals with sex it deals with hidden things it deals with money the 8th house deals with a lot of stuff. It's an interesting house. It's a mysterious house. So the fact that we're having a new moon in Scorpio oppose Uranus and Taurus, this is very interesting. And I, I find this one can be very powerful too because it's a new moon. So whenever we have a new moon, we're setting intentions. So ask yourself, what are the intentions you want to set this new moon in Scorpio? What do you want to set for this new lunar cycle? What intentions do you want to set? What do you want to step into? Because when we just look at the sign Scorpio, like Scorpio is a very mysterious sign as well. It can rule like some taboo subjects, it can rule dark, it has a lot of depth, mysterious vibes to it. And the Scorpio season is really inviting us to heal a lot of our shadows and heal our wounds and dive deep. So how can you bring more healing to yourself, to your life, this new moon in Scorpio? Because when we have it opposing Uranus, a lot of like unpredictable things might come up. You might find yourself in some weird situations that you never thought you were going to end up in. Like it's just kind of like things are up in the air right now with Uranus because it's also testing you to see like how how do you deal with change? How do you roll when things aren't going how according to plan? Like how things aren't going like what you thought they were going to go in your head because this can bring up a lot of like just weird things because Uranus is a very interesting planet. Uranus rules like the heavenly bodies but it also rules like revolution, instability, unpredictability. So when we have the sun and moon both opposing Uranus and Taurus, a lot of things are up in the air. So it could almost feel like you're in like crossroads at a way as well. Like you're not exactly sure which direction to take. So ask yourself like where where is your heart telling you to go? What is your soul telling you to do? This is a great time to really listen and lean into the soul whispers. Listen to what your soul and spirit is telling you right now and listen to those soul whispers because along with the sun and moon in Scorpio, we have Mars in Scorpio now as well. Mars moved into Scorpio on October 30th. Mars is at home in Scorpio. So there's going to be an even more intensity to like what we feel passionate about, what we feel driven about. This is a great time for working towards what you like projects, working towards projects to getting towards like whatever you want in life, your dreams, your goals, making things happen. This is beautiful, strong, potent, powerful energy with this Scorpio energy. And we're also going to be seeing the... Sun, Moon, Mars, no, not Mars, I'm sorry. The Sun and Moon in Scorpio, we're going to be seeing them make a fixed T-square with Saturn and Uranus. So more things along like Scorpio, Taurus, a lot of those themes are going to be brought to light with this like Saturn square because you have to also remember we're in a Saturn, Uranus square year. 
So we're also seeing like Saturn and Uranus square off this entire year because Saturn's at seven degrees Aquarius right now. Uranus is at 12 degrees Taurus. So they're five degrees squaring off right now. And the fact that the sun and moon are opposing Uranus and they're squaring Saturn just brings to this like fixed T-square energy. So I feel a lot of secrets can be revealed right now. And even like big focus on money matters, taboo subjects, relationships, sex can even be brought to light right now. Because Scorpio season is reminding us to not shy away from these things, to not shy away from the taboo topics, to not shy away and just run from them. Because who wants to talk about taboo topics? Who wants to talk about sex? Who wants to talk about those things that make you uncomfortable, that might make your face turn red? Make, make you feel a little embarrassed about or make you, make you feel like shame or guilt about. But those are things that need to be brought to light and Scorpio is inviting us to step into those, to embrace those and step into our power and not let it get to our heads as well either because some shadow traits of Scorpio can be like manipulation, control, really like not taking no for an answer can be a bad thing as well sometimes too. So you have to like respect boundaries, respect people's decisions. This is all things Scorpio is reminding us. And Scorpio is helping us heal any of these shadow traits and elements. So where can we bring these healing elements to our lives? Where can we utilize these healing elements to our lives right now? And this is going to be a very interesting new moon. I feel it can be very healing though. It can bring some intensity. It can bring some intense moments. But overall, I feel this is going to be one that we can really use to our advantage. Really use towards like healing what we want to heal in our life. Heal our shadows. Because I know for me personally, like Scorpio season has already like really made me like dig deep into my own shadows. Really dig deep into my own healing and trauma and really start healing more and diving deeper into my own healing. And this new moon in Scorpio is really inviting us to step more into our healing. Embrace that healing. And really just transmute that energy. So this new moon in Scorpio, how can you bring that healing into your life? What intentions can you set? How can you step more into the shadows? How can you embrace your shadows? Ask yourself these questions, this new moon in Scorpio. I also want to mention too, with this new moon, with it being in Scorpio, opposing Uranus and Taurus, I feel this is also like subliminally, like this is God, like subliminally, like mentally preparing us for the nodal shift because the nodes are getting ready to shift soon in the next couple months and the nodes are going to be shifting from north node gemini to north node taurus so we're going to be having north node taurus and south node scorpio so i also feel that this new moon is kind of prepping us for this energy that we're going to be stepping into for the next 18 months because the nodes are in specific signs for 18 months those are 18 month cycles so that's just a side note there but November 5th, we're going to see Venus enter Capricorn. And we see Venus enter the Earth sign Capricorn at 6.44 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 3.44 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Mercury also enters Scorpio later that day as well. But I just wanted to touch on Venus and Capricorn because we're going to be seeing Venus go retrograde in Capricorn at the end of this year. We'll be seeing Venus go retrograde on December 19th. And obviously, like in December, I will go into way more detail about this Venus retrograde. But I just wanted to plant this seed and plant that idea now because Venus retrograde, it's once every 18 months. 
and a Venus retrograde lasts 42 days. So while in a Venus retrograde, you might see like things like issues related to love, money, relationships, things like that could come up, especially like Capricorn. Capricorn's a cardinal earth sign. Capricorn's a very hardworking sign. They can be more serious, a little more controlling than other signs as well. So the fact that we have Venus and Capricorn, like we might get a little more serious towards our passions, towards our relationships, towards money matters in life. So I feel it's going to be a very interesting time. It's also going to be meeting up in Pluto and Capricorn during that retrograde period as well. So Venus and Capricorn, it's going to be an interesting time. I just wanted to plant that seed now because we're going to be seeing Venus in Capricorn until January of 2022. So we're going to be in this energy for a while, but it's not bad energy. Like Venus will just be a little more serious here. Venus will really want us to help us get more serious towards our goals, our passions, what we really want in life. So I feel we can use this towards our advantage because with Mercury and Scorpio, that happens later on that day at 6.36 p.m. Eastern Time, 3.36 p.m. Pacific Time. This is giving us a chance to dive deeper into our own mind, our own psyche, our own subconscious, really bring that deep healing to our shadows and really bring light to our shadows. So this is really helping us just dive deeper into our own minds and bring that deeper healing that we all need right now with this Scorpio energy. November 11th, Mercury and Scorpio will be conjunct Mars and Scorpio. So this is going to bring like some quick, fast thinking. Be decisive with this time. Trust your gut instincts. With it being Scorpio, it could also bring like maybe like some psychic ability, psychic awareness. So just really see like how in tune you are. Maybe you're picking up on other people's thoughts or emotions, how they're feeling. Maybe you're just like finishing other people's sentences. Just see like how you are in that day because I feel we can all be a little more psychically in tuned with Mercury and Mars both conjunct in Scorpio. So it's also a good time for just even practicing, brushing up on your own psychic abilities, strengthening, developing your own psychic abilities. So I just feel it's a good time for that because you're just more in tune, you're more intuitive. We'll be seeing Mars square Saturn as well. So where are the blocks and limitations that you're facing in your life? Where can you release those blocks and limitations? We'll be seeing the sun in Scorpio trying Neptune on November 12th so this can also bring like just awareness to your psychic abilities this is just a good time like this little period like that second third week of November like from November 11th to like the 15th 16th that's a good like window of time to really like focus and really just like practice on developing and strengthening your psychic abilities at this time that's just coming through for me right now because we're in Scorpio season Scorpio is a water sign water signs are very more in tune with their emotions intuitive have that psychic ability and when with Neptune being a very dreamy lucid planet Neptune rules psychic abilities as well so this is a time when we can all like really practice and be more in tune with their psychic abilities really have them turn back on and now I want to get into the full moon or partial lunar eclipse that we'll be seeing on November 19th so November 19th we see a full moon partial lunar eclipse in Taurus so this is kicking off eclipse season for the end of 2021 because we have this full moon partial lunar eclipse November 19th, and then we have a solar eclipse December 4th. So now we are in eclipse season. This is when things can really pick up, get intense. 
I know the beginning of the year eclipse season was brutal for me. It just brought up a lot of emotions, a lot of things that needed to be healed. And it was hard at the time, but I knew I needed to go through it. So if this eclipse season ends up being hard for you, if it brings up a lot of things that need to be healed, just remind yourself that it's going to bring the most beautiful gift of healing at the end of this eclipse season. So while it might be a little hard and difficult at this time right now, going through it, really going through the healing, looking at those deep parts of yourself that you haven't looked at in a long time, looking at that pain, but you're able to transmute and heal that pain. That's what this eclipse season is bringing us. It's helping us transmute that pain. So on November 19th, we're going to be seeing this full moon in Taurus hit its apex at 3.58 a.m. AM Eastern Standard Time, 12.58 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This one is happening at 27 degrees Taurus. And this one, we have the... So we have the moon, 27 degrees Taurus, but I find this interesting as well because there's this star named Algol, which is at, sits at 26 degrees Taurus. This is a fixed star named Algol. Um, some astrologers like will talk about it, but some astrologers don't. So Algol is considered the demon star. It's the star of Medusa. So it has like this demoness, like Medusa vibes with this star. And this star can bring like just like some like hard lessons. It can also just like bring like addiction to it. Like just because like if you personally like have algal in your like on a planet in your chart. So like if you have like let's for example, like let's say like your Mercury is on 26 degrees Taurus, 26 degrees algal, it can bring like maybe like some hard like hard lessons for communication with that person so algal even though it has the name of a demon star it's not like a bad bad negative thing it's not nothing like that it's just it might bring up some like hard lessons so the fact that we have this full moon partial lunar eclipse a degree away from that star algal like medusa star this might bring up some like hard lessons might bring up some like really like some deep negative things like from our psyche but we can this is a full moon we can release that energy we can transmute that energy so whatever like negative weird things come up we can release it this is us being able to release those old negative beliefs that old negative energy that toxic energy that demoness energy we can release that we can transmute it with this full moon because we'll have the sun at 27 degrees scorpio we also have mercury at 21 degrees scorpio so we have the sun and mercury six degrees away and we can also use that energy to really bring deep healing to our life because we have the sun and mercury in this full moon and we can really use that energy of the Sun and Mercury together in Scorpio to bring that deeper healing to our life. Because when we have Mercury in Scorpio, it's inviting us to dive deeper into our own mind, our own psyche. So maybe if you can during this full moon, like if you can like take time to do like a past life regression or just meditate, take a bath in the shower, whatever. Take that time to really meditate, get back in touch with yourself, quiet your mind and really just ask yourself, what is it that you need to release at this time? What is it that you need to let go? What have you been carrying around deep inside of you for a long time? 
like even if it's from childhood because we all carry so much stuff with us from childhood what wounds from childhood have you been carrying that you don't need to hold on to any longer are you holding on to other people's pains are you holding on to other people's problems are you carrying other people's burdens release that all let go this full moon in taurus is inviting you to release that all because what else i find interesting with this full moon in taurus because I also feel this one is kind of like preparing us for this nodal shift that we're entering because this one can also bring up a lot of like money values too because Taurus, Taurus is a fixed earth sign. Taurus deals with money, materials, worth. This one is also inviting us to heal our beliefs around money, around worth. Do you have old negative beliefs around money or worth that you need to heal? Do you have a lack mindset? Do you think that money is hard to come by? Do you think money is hard to earn? Do you think that you're not worthy of money? Do you think that you're not worthy of success it's time to heal that with this full moon in Taurus Taurus is inviting you to heal all those because Taurus knows its worth Taurus is inviting you to remember how worthy you are because you are deserving of everything that is in your heart because anything that is in your heart that you are longing for that you are desiring for that you want it is meant for you and Taurus wants you to have that this full moon is reminding you that you are worthy of it all you were put on this earth to thrive, not just survive, but thrive. So remember that. You are here to thrive, not survive. I want you to remember that this full moon in Taurus. Because we also are going to be seeing a fixed T-square with Jupiter in Aquarius this full moon. Because Jupiter is at 24 degrees Aquarius. We have the sun at 27 degrees Scorpio and the moon at 27 degrees Taurus. So we're going to be seeing... This fixed T-square. Sorry, there's birds outside chirping. It kind of threw me off. So this fixed T-square with Jupiter in the mix can also bring up like abundance and worth and issues related with those themes. So this is really like Jupiter like is like in the mix here too. Like reminding us like, hey, like I want you to have it all because Jupiter, it's one of those bigger outer planets, but Jupiter, he like... Jupiter rules like abundance, optimism, expansion. Jupiter wants to see us expand. Jupiter wants to help us expand our vision. Jupiter wants to help us expand our worth. Jupiter wants to help us really see our ultimate potential as well. So with this full moon in Taurus, opposing the sun in Scorpio, opposing Mercury, ask yourself, how can you really step into your worth? How can you transmute and change those beliefs that you have around money, your worth? How can you transmute those limiting beliefs? How can you alchemize it? How can you heal the shadows? Because this really, this Scorpio season is really inviting us to dive deep, dive deep into the psyche and heal our shadows. On November 21st at 9.35 p.m., we see the sun leave Scorpio and enter Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign and Sagittarius is also ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of abundance, expansion, good fortune, luck. So if you know a Sagittarius in your life, then you might recognize some of these qualities because Sagittarius, the some of the positive traits of a Sagittarius individual are their energetic, generous, love freedom, loves to explore, seeks higher knowledge, very philosophical, likes broad concepts, and they're just like a very optimistic individual. And like I have a lot of like I have quite a few people in my life who are Sagittarius. 
couple of my best friends are Sagittarius and I definitely like see these qualities in them like they're very energetic go-getters also very generous and they just love to learn like they just have like this like longing and seeking for higher knowledge but then some shadow traits for Sagittarius because I want to do this for all the signs whenever we enter a new sign is I want to share the positive and the shadow traits so some shadow traits of a Sagittarius could be that they get too comfortable sometimes they get too comfortable in their comfort zone and they don't like to leave their comfort zone or they're just too like too sporadic too all over the place too stuck in their own ways and because their polar opposite is Gemini so maybe they just don't want to question it all they just they could be a little more stubborn than a gemini but they are a mutable sign so sagittarius does well with change they are able to adapt quickly and they do well with change unlike a fixed sign because fixed signs don't do as well with change as like a mutable sign does but sagittarius is also symbolized by the archer and their little glyph is like the arrow so like sagittarius like their motto can always be like aim high like there's someone who isn't afraid to aim high and really just like chase their goals because like I've always like been like impressed by Sagittarius because they're able to just like put a lot of stuff all into like one little bag like they're go-getters like they aren't afraid to like continue chasing and aiming high and really like not stop until they reach their goals so feel this Sagittarius season when we enter Sagittarius on November 21st I feel that Sagittarius season is really just reminding us all how can we aim high in our own lives do we do we need to like redirect do we need to redirect that arrow to aim higher aim lower where do we need to go so do we need to redirect our own course here with Sagittarius energy? So just ask yourself those questions with Sagittarius. It's definitely a huge shift from Scorpio energy where we were diving deep into our own shadows, into our own psyche. And then we have this shift from Scorpio that's a fixed water sign into Sagittarius that's like, okay, I'm here. Let's go. I want to learn. I'm here to party because I'm ruled by Jupiter. Hey, like big big like change there in like the energy but i feel it's still good energy though and november 24th we'll be seeing mercury enter sagittarius as well and on november 28th is when we see the sun conjunct mercury in sagittarius so we're going to be seeing some big sagittarius energy here and with mercury in sagittarius i feel that's also going to be giving us even more creativity and even more ideas because since Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, Jupiter rules like expansion, abundance, good fortune, and Mercury rules our mind, I feel that we can really have a lot of good ideas and like be really creative and use that time for like creative downloads, working on projects, writing, whatever it is, I feel we can have like a lot of good creative ideas with that energy. But overall, that's like all of like the most important dates for November. And of course, like week by week, I will do weekly updates of the astrology and what is in store for that specific week but overall for this month of November I feel that it's going to be very potent powerful month I feel a lot of just like on a collective level a lot of secrets or things are being going to be revealed like just like politically wise hidden agenda wise just what's going on like with the world collective wise I feel we're going to see a lot of secrets maybe a lot of arrests being made as well just a lot of things are going to be exposed now because we're still in Scorpio until November 21st so up until now until November 21st we're going to be seeing a lot of things be exposed right now 
So be prepare yourselves for what is to come because we might learn stuff that we did not know at all. Just and especially like we're getting ready for the sun and moon to oppose Uranus this week with this new moon. Like who knows what's gonna happen. Just really be on your A game, be aware of what's going on, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of what's going on, and just trust your gut instincts, use your discernment, trust your gut instincts, and trust your soul and your spirit. I did pull a card for the month of November for the collective, and since it's Halloween, I pulled this one from the Jack-O-Lantern tarot deck, and the card I pulled was the Seven of Wands, and for this one with this tarot deck it's this guy and he has like one wand like carrying like he's carrying it across his back and then there's six more wands just across the ground and there's also a pumpkin and an owl on this card and with the seven of wands in this deck it says you are supported by the spirit of the jack-o-lantern take your next step you are always protected in your fight feel that's really good energy for this month of November. So we are protected. Spirit is reminding us that we are protected in our fight. We are protected moving forward. So now that we know that we are protected moving forward, how can you continue your own fight? How can you continue doing your own spiritual work right now on this planet? Because we still are in a spiritual war. We are in spiritual World War Three. We are in this, this psychological, spiritual war. So we are protected by spirits. Spirits reminding us that. So we can continue this fight. We had all that Libra energy really reigniting that fire inside of us. We had that full moon in Aries that reignited that warrior inside of us all. Now Scorpio is here to really help us dive deeper into the shadows and really help us dive deep into our own psyches and transmute that energy into light energy. So we can do that this November. And I hope this episode helped. My program will be coming soon. I'm launching it this week, so stay tuned for that. And I hope you all have a beautiful month of November, a beautiful day, beautiful week. And until the next episode, we will chat again soon.